Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. You're tuned in to WOW Podcast. By all means, go to wowpodcast.me. That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. Now, today we have a special guest. We have Anna J. Stewart. She's here to talk to us about her latest book, Guarding His Midnight Witness. Anna, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So your cover is a little steamy. I like it. It's pulling me (laughs) in. Uh, what is this book about? Um, well, it's about a woman who has witnessed a murder and calls the police for help, of course. And um, not too long after that, she's wondering if really she did see what she saw. So it's kind of my ode to uh, Hitchcock's Rear Window, which was actually the inspiration behind this book. Uh, and also has a, a few elements of the classic movie Gaslight. So... Um, the idea was really to um, not only have uh, – it, it was really to write about a character who uh, isn't sure if she's seeing what she's seeing and reality versus fantasy. And her backstory kind of feeds into that as far as things that have happened in her past. So, And then, of course, since it's a romance novel, um, the ideal person for her to fall in love with is the uh, detective who's investigating the case, even though he's not really supposed to be investigating the case because nobody believes her. So that's pretty much the crux of the story. Gotcha, gotcha. So the inspiration, um, most of your inspiration, does it come from TV shows or movies or what happens for you? Um, you know what? I think looking back, most of my most of my plot ideas or character ideas have come from watching TV and movies, which I do quite a bit of. Um, I've been a, a TV and movie addict ever since I can remember. But um, yeah, usually if I'm watching something and, and either the writing goes off the rails or the writing is really good, and I'm like, well, what could I do differently with a story like that, or what could I do differently with a character like that? How could I take this in a completely different and hopefully unexpected way and that's that's usually my main goal is to try to flip something on its head that people are used to but to find a new way to tell the story got you now one thing i'm always amazed with is an author's website your website took me down this deep wormhole (laughs) i haven't been able to get off of it ever since uh let me ask you some questions about your covers what what's the process on your covers? Like, is there a team of people that you sit down with? Is it a uh, photo shoot? Like, what's that process for you? Uh, well, I'm a mid-list author, so um, there aren't usually photo shoots for my books. Um, my Harlequins, uh, which is the ma- majority of the books that I write, are for Harlequin Publishing, either for their sweet romance line, heartwarming, or for romantic suspense. Um, authors are given a pretty much an email link to a form that's called the Art Fact Sheet. And what we do is we fill in all of the general ideas about the character in the books. And, you know, we give character descriptions and we give scene ideas that we think would make a good impactful image for the front cover. And then we kind of turn it over to Harlequin. And I have been very, very grateful and very blessed with the covers that I've been given uh, with my books. I mean, I'm, I absolutely love the one for Guarding His Midnight Witness because for me it really had that kind of gothic and noir feel. And I think the cover really, really nails that. Um, now, if I'm doing uh, something that's self-published, that's something that I work more closely with on um, with the cover artist. And um, but I don't do a whole lot of indie publishing. Most of what I do is traditionally published. So most of what I do is really in the hands of the publisher. That they just rely on the information that I give them to create something. Got you. So 
so on your your book cover regarding his midnight witness is it safe to say that those two people on the cover uh resemble the characters they do yeah and um i haven't always been that fortunate but this one as soon as i saw that cover i'm like okay they paid such close attention to this because usually my my characters are inspired by actors or actresses and most often the actors are more important to me than the actors because the hero is who I want readers to fall in love with. Um, not that I don't want them to fall in love with the heroine, but as a woman who likes men, I like people to fall in love with my hero. So um, I like having that visual connection. So. Gotcha. So what were you doing before you started writing books? Uh, well, before I started writing, well, I've always kind of been a writer and a storyteller, I think. Um, I've held up a number of different jobs, um, but my main job before I got serious about my writing, and by serious I mean I cut everything else out and just focused on the writing, was I worked as an assistant to uh, uh, author Brenda Novak, who um, she's a phenomenally successful romance writer um, and a mainstream women's fiction writer now. She's doing really great, and I ran her uh, charity. Uh, she has a, or she used to have a, charity for diabetes research where she would raise money. She would hold auctions every year. So I would run that for her. So I did that for about six or seven years and um, then decided that if I was going to make a go of the writing thing, which was always the goal, I always wanted to be a published writer and have that be my career. Um, uh, she closed the auction down. It had run its course. And uh, then I dived headfirst into into writing full-time, but I've also worked at a bookstore. I also worked at a cookie store where I did cookie decorations. Um, I worked at a dollhouse store. So I've done a lot of retail um, and then Brent, the work for Brenda, but now I write full-time. Got you. So um, would your publisher, I guess, would they be interested in turning your books into, you know, TV series or movies? Have you ever talked um, to them about that? I have not talked to them about that, but I did have that happen last year, actually, okay. and it came completely out of the blue. My uh, sweet romance, uh, Recipe for Redemption, was actually turned into a TV movie that aired last Christmas. They uh, made a few changes and called it a Christmas Recipe for Romance, and it aired on Up TV. I, um, and it was, uh, it, like I said, it came completely out of the blue. Uh, part of when you sign on with Harlequin is that's kind of already built into your contract, so they have the ability to shop things around if they want to. Um, I was lucky enough that they picked that book, and I found out about two weeks before it started filming. In fact, I think they were filming uh, when I got the notification that it had sold as a TV movie. So literally two weeks later, I was on a plane going to visit the set up in Toronto in 2019. So uh, it has happened. I would love for it to happen again. It was a great experience. And um, in my mind, I think when I write, I tend to write script-like. I see things going through as a movie. That's just how my mind works. So I think I, I am a very visual writer. Uh, so I think they lend themselves well to TV and movies. But then I'm also biased. So. Oh, my gosh. I love to hear <laughs> that. I love to hear those stories. Usually, I don't get a chance to speak to the person who had the opportunity to make it happen. I kind of hear about it through different media outlets. So mm. I want to dig into that process a little bit more. What was sure. that process like for you? Like, uh, uh, for example, did they say, hey, we just don't mind having you here on the set or we want all of your input? Oh, it was more uh, – well, the, by the time I was notified – the script was set. They sent the script with the announcement that, by the way, we're making your book into a movie. 
So uh, the script was done, and the filming had begun. Uh, I think they were a week into filming when I went up. But um, what was great is that um, apparently it wasn't very often that they'd had the actual author of the book come to visit the set. So I got to see all of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, they did not ask for any of my input, which was fine, uh, because the book is a book. The movie will be the movie. They're two completely different things. I always think the same thing when some of my favorite books are made into a movie. They're never going to be the same thing as they were in the book because they're two completely different mediums. But um, – this was just really fun that I got, you know, I got to stand behind the camera and literally watch my words come to life and be spoken by actors uh, who, you know, purposely went out to try to get the job to become the characters I had created. So, and I got to, I got to meet the actors, the lead characters. Uh, everybody was so amazing at BrainPower Studios. They were so welcoming and so excited to have me there. They even put me in as a cameo, so I got to do that. And my, my high school drama teacher would have been so proud, except I just felt so completely stupid and out of place. But at the same time, it, it was really, really exciting. That's so neat. That's so neat. So uh, what will you tell the listeners if they're trying to get their book, you know, turned into a movie? What's some advice you can give them? Oh, wow. Well, because I really had no say in it and it just kind of happened, I don't know that I really have any advice except that, um, if you write really, really dynamic characters in a story that, I don't want to say limited, limitedly set, but if it's in a small town, um, and this goes especially for, for networks like UpTV and for Hallmark, I think especially, they like that small town, small community feel. Um, so, you know, kind of quirky characters and a fun, interesting plot that isn't too over-the-top crazy. Um, mine happened to deal with a cooking competition, uh, that the heroine needed to win in order to save her family business. Um, and I also have a, an affinity for Food Network TV and, you know, Great British Bake Off and all that. So I was able to incorporate those things that a lot of people enjoy into one story. And I think that was one, one way that they found it really appealing is that they could pack a lot of different elements that have a lot of appeal to a lot of different readers and viewers. Gotcha. So have you had the opportunity to host any creative workshops to, you know, um, expound on your experience to other authors or writers? I do. Um, I've given a few online classes. Um, I've spoken to my local uh, Art Romance Writers of America chapter here in Sacramento, and I've also done one in San Francisco. Um, and I just recently uh, – Romance Writers of America had their annual conference. They did it virtually this year, which was great. So I got the opportunity to give one of my workshops on uh, character motivation, uh, which was uh, diving deep into why your characters act the way that they do. Um, and then I have a, a, a number of different types of workshops that I give, uh, mostly dealing with character. This one specifically dealing with uh, how my obsession with television and movies really helped uh, develop my voice as a writer. Um, and the different characters I've found interesting and the different elements of, of writing itself, of plot, of character, pacing, um, conflict, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't have a whole huge variety of workshops because I don't feel comfortable talking about things that I may not be that great at. But there are some things that I, I think I have a pretty good talent for identifying and explaining, and those are the ones that I that I offered to other chapters and writing organizations. 
I got you. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be waiting for this part. Can you tell everyone where they can contact you on social media and purchase your books? Sure. Um, uh, you can find buy links to all of my books at my website, which is www.authorannastewart.com. And um, I am pretty much all over social media. Um, I'm at Author Anna J. Stewart on Facebook. I'm at AJ Stewart Writer on Twitter. And I'm on Instagram as Anna J. Stewart also. And then, of course, I also have a, a Goodreads page and a, I also have an Amazon author page. And all of those links are all on my website. So if you go to my website, pretty much every, everywhere I am and everything that I do is pretty much on that site. Well, I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. We're talking to best-selling author Anna J. Stewart about her latest book, Garden, His Midnight Witness. Anna, it was a pleasure speaking with you. You as well. Thank you so much for having me. No problem.